Welcome to Eternal Pages. I'm your host, Elder Roger Roll, and today we're going to talk about the end of God's mission from the Bible, God's Eternal Pages. And with us to help us unpack that is Pastor Peter Joseph, one who loves evangelism, one who loves sharing the gospel, one who has wrought many souls to the kingdom through the power of the Holy Ghost. Welcome, Pastor Joseph. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Elder Roger. Good to be with you again on your audience. And um, again, we give ourselves to God and know that God will use us to be a blessing today. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the plan of salvation, and we pray that our listeners will hear how special you are, how special your word is, how you love each and every one of us, and you desire that we be with you throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity. And so be with us this day as we discuss the good news of the gospel. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And so, Pastor, we're going to talk about the end of God's mission. And you know, we, we, we had earlier started out saying that God was on mission, and, and you, you pointed out how God sent himself mm. on mission. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about the end of God's mission. And, and to, to help us do that, we're going to touch on uh, Revelation chapter 14. Mm. And we're going to read an important uh, part of Scripture. All Scripture is important, but this Mm. is particular for uh, the last days. Mm -hmm. And Revelation chapter 14, verse 6 says, And I saw another angel Mm. fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel, Mm. to preach unto them that dwell on the earth Mm. and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, Mm. saying with a loud voice, Mm. Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. Mm -hmm. And worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. And there followed another angel, Hmm. saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, Hmm. that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Mm -hmm. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast and his image Hmm. and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, Hmm. the same Hmm. shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever, 
and they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image and whoever receiveth the mark of his name. Whoa. Powerful words, Pastor. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, the, the, the first part is, 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 is a, it's a call from the first angel, but the, the, the last angel's message is, is one that causes you to uh, take a second look and <laughs> analyze where you stand. Because okay. obviously, no one wants to be uh, uh, um, fall into the third angel's message. Not at all. And, yeah, um, as you as you read the passage, uh, I was thinking about the role of the Seventh Day Adventist Church in these last days. Um, so, it began by saying. And I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven. Yes. Having the everlasting gospel to preach. To preach. So hold on. The Seventh-day Adventist church is a preaching church. Mm. It's a teaching church. Amen. It's Amen. a proclaiming church. Amen. Amen. That, that, that's, that's the church. So while we do all our community services and ADRA and all these mission projects and building buildings and... We have to proclaim. Amen. Amen. So, so while we do all of these things, right, and we do them as in mission work, we, that's why we have educational facilities, we have hospitals around the world, we have clinics, yes. right? Yes. We have all these, have these mission uh, ministries. Yeah, right, we have all. Adventists, uh, right, layman. Right, uh -huh. right. So we have, uh, we have all these. But we have to proclaim. Amen. Amen. So all of these, we all all the the, the, the mission um, instruments, so to speak, that we have that meet the needs of people. Great, great. But we can't be quiet. Ooh. We can't be silent. <laughs> Amen. We have to proclaim because we are a teaching church. Mm. We are preaching church. Mm. We are proclaiming church. Amen. Amen. Okay, so once we understand that, right, then what do we proclaim? We have a judgment message. Ooh. It's almost like Jonah called to go to Nineveh to proclaim a judgment message. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fear God. Mm -hmm. Give glory to him. Mm -hmm. For the hour Lord. of his judgment is come. Mm -hmm. The same judgment that Daniel spoke about. Now we proclaim it's here. Amen. It's happening. Mm -hmm. It began in 1844. From, Amen. You study Daniel, Daniel 8, 14. Yes, yes. Right? So then you have Babylon is fallen. Yes, sir. That's the second angel's message. Yes, sir. But then you spoke about the third angel's message. Yes, sir. That has to be proclaimed. And, and, and many times people don't understand where that is headed. It's headed to a worship confrontation. Mm. Between the seven-day Sabbath, right, and the worship day that man has set up, which is the worship on the first day of the week. Worship it's, the creator. It's headed to a confrontation mm. because the seven-day Sabbath is about the creator. Amen. It's not about, the seven-day Sabbath is not about seven-day Adventists, you know. In fact, it's not, it's not even about Jews. Oh. It was there before the first <laughs> Jew Abraham ever showed up. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. And Jesus said the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. He said that. It's for the benefit. God made it for a benefit, right? So, so hear this. F- worship him that made the heaven and earth. Yes. All of that is in Exodus chapter 20. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shall thou labor, do all thy work. So there is biblical support for that position. There is no biblical support for the worshiping, for worshiping on Sunday. There's no biblical support for that. That is worshiping according to the dictates of man. Yes. Man set that up. Yes. So I'm saying to you, what you read in the third angel's message. That has to be proclaimed clearly. Amen. But too often, right, and I'm, I'm not saying we need to be, like, aggressive and bombastic and, 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 and beat people in the head about what day they were. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. We've got to tell people that the Creator wants us to worship Him on the seventh day of the week. Amen. Amen. That's the Creator, not me. Amen. Amen. And so, Pastor, it... and, and that's the third angel's message. Yes. So we yes. can't just do the first... And the second. second and Mr. There are three angels' message. Amen. And the yes. third angel's message is really going to bring everything oh to a head. Boy. Because everything needs to be clear as it relates to worship. Amen. Amen. And, and the third angel's message, as, as I said, Pastor, when, when you talk about the, the verse 10 says, The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God. That, that's, that's those who worship the, the beast. Mm-hmm. And... It says that this rat is poured out with, without mixture. That means what we call it is neat. It's 100% proof. There's no watering down of it. And, 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 and let me tell you why that is so important. Because every judgment in the Bible was mixed with mercy. When the flood came, eight people were saved. Yes. Even with, with, um, with, 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 with with wicked Sodom and Gomorrah, yes, uh huh, uh huh. People were saved. Came out yeah, free, so free it was every yes. judgment has been mixed with mercy. Okay, in our time, the 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 what happened um, a few years ago with Hurricane Dorian, mm-hmm. mixed with mercy. Yes, yes, many stories of mercy. Yeah, mixed yes. with mercy. Yes, well, I'm saying to you, when we come to the end, when we come to the end with the final battle mm-hmm. between Christ and Satan. Mm-hmm. Over worship, mm-hmm. and 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 then the end comes, and judgment yes. comes. Yes, that judgment will not be mixed with mercy. Oh. That judgment mm. is the seven last plagues. Yes, 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 yes. yes. In Revelation sixteen, yes. the seven last plagues. Yes, yes. Not mixed with mercy mm. on the sun, mm-hmm. on the sea, mm-hmm. on drinking water, mm. on the body. Darkness and not mixed with mercy. Yes. Just yes. You, you you look you look at the judgment on 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 um Egypt with the ten plagues mixed with mercy. Yes, but this last one is not. That's why it says on it's on. Yes, not mixed yes. with mercy. Yes, and that, and that's that. Uh, thank you for clarifying that, Pastor. Now now, we always talk about the gospel, but here the gospel there's a word put in with it. The everlasting gospel. What is the significance of that? The everlasting gospel is showing, right, how good God is to us, right? Before there was a sin, there was a Savior. Hallelujah. The the committee met. The triune God made a decision. 
that should so and so happen, this is what's going to happen. Because he made us with freedom of, he made Adam and Eve with freedom of choice. Yes, yes, yes. There was already a plan in motion. Yes, yes, yes. A plan in motion that was revealed in the last times. So the first time the plan was revealed was in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. I will put enmity between thee and the woman, mm. between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head. Thou shall. That's the first time the plan was put in motion. Mm. And then we, began, we begin to see it over and over in the sacrificial system. It's the everlasting gospel, yes. right? Yes. We begin to see it over and over in the sacrificial system. It's, not, it's now becoming clearer. And then finally, who showed up? Jesus showed up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> then we get the full clarity mm. of this everlasting gospel. Mm. Mm. Right? And it mm. keeps going on and on until our times. So right now, the everlasting gospel right now, in our time. Now, I, 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 yeah, I mentioned in our time, three, three imperatives we have there with three angels' messages. That's what's in the everlasting gospel. Ah. And when this gospel shall be preached, yes. then the end will come. will come. This gospel that Jesus spoke about in Matthew 24, right, talks about um, the gospel preached as a witness to all nations, then shall the end come. Mm -hmm. huh? the, three, the, the, the three areas or the content of that gospel for these last days is in Revelation 14. Amen. The three angels' message. That's Amen. the content of it. Amen. Amen. Thank you for 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 clarifying that, Pastor. So I'd like I'd like to ask uh, a question. Uh, we have persons, a lot of people today, uh, literally what I call a moral man, and they they said I'm not a bad person. I obey the laws of the land. Uh, I even go to uh, to church and and I give to the church and I I help out. Uh, but they've not fully accepted Jesus in their life. And Luke 11, uh, verse 23 says, He who is not with me is against me. How is that uh, important to this last day message and to help our listeners understand that a decision has to be made? Yeah, be, being moral is a good thing. Thank God for moral people, right? Because they, they, they have moral conscience, and they have moral clarity, right? For instance, right now, you have people who speak out against what Hamas did mm -hmm. to the Jews on October 7. And you have people who speak out against what's happening to the Palestinians yes. right, mm -hmm. right now uh, because uh, of the response uh, of, of the... Of the, the the Israeli Defense Force and what they're doing in Gaza, mm -hmm. right? So there, there are people who raise moral outrage and um, who, who, um, who, 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 who have moral clarity on the issue, right, and, and credibility. And, they, and they're crying out. They say this is a moral situation that we yeah. need to deal. So, so far, I, I, you know, good. Moral people doing good, right, meeting the needs of the poor, um, you know, working towards, um, you know, maybe things like stemming the tide of drugs and 
smoking and tobacco and stemming the tide of poverty and you know they, they do a lot of stemming the tide of sexual immorality and they, they do a lot of good a lot of good moral things so i thank god for the moral people right but let me tell you this jesus said i am the way mm. the truth and the life mm. no man cometh to the father no. oh. but by me mm. so this this confrontation or encounter i should say with christ right that, that, that's a part of it. You have to encounter Christ. Now, let me show you another thing. We could be moral as we want. Without Christ, we are dead in trespasses and sins. Yes. So we need to wake up. We are dead. We need to be regenerated. And once Christ, through his spirit, regenerate us, mm. we are regenerated to, guess what? Look at this. Have faith and repent. Hallelujah. Have faith and repent. Mm. Mm. Once we have faith and we repent, we begin to experience conversion. Once we experience conversion, right, the journey continues until the set of new convictions that we have about Christ take over our lives. So they are actualized in our thoughts and our actions mm. because we are taken over by Christ so that the life I now live in the flesh, yes. Yes. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yes. So, so Jesus takes over the life and the whole idea of becoming a follower, a disciple, a disciple. of Christ, yes. right? Yeah. You become a disciple of Christ. And you're following Christ. And while following Christ now, you begin to proclaim. Yes. You begin to preach. <laughs> Come right back. Right. Yes. So now you have now what you call a third spiritual generation. Somebody gave it to you. Now you give it to somebody yes, else. Yes, 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 yes. As you mentioned, we are receivers who give. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> See, oh, I, yes. I, oh, yes. Yes. And so you, you mentioned uh, Christ. And what he did when he died. There are some someone out there who whose life is so heinous, who's so deep in criminality. Um, they may have killed and done all a lot of these heinous things, and they feel like what Christ did is not enough. How could you encourage that person to recognize that Christ's debt paid the price? for whatever they did. He paid the price for all. Well, it's their idea and understanding of salvation. I was just talking to uh, a young man the other, the other day about that. You have some people who believe in salvation by works, mm. meaning that they got to do something. Christ is not enough. Yeah. They need to do something, mm. right? You know, and, and because they believe that kind of thing, right, uh, the only way they could become saints is to do extraordinary work, mm -hmm. right? Okay, but, but you're looking at a saint here. I'm a saint, mm -hmm. right? And let me tell you how that happened, right? My sainthood didn't come because of the good work I did. Mm. My sainthood came because I accepted the perfect work Jesus did for me. <laughs> you, you, you have to say that again, Pastor. So, so, so my sainthood... <laughs> Right, didn't come because of the good work I did. My sainthood came because of the perfect work 
Jesus Christ did for me. Amen. Amen. And I accept that. Yes. I accept yes. the perfect work yes. Jesus Christ did for me. Amen. So now I'm a saint. Amen. And that's what Paul called a saint. Yes. Right? Yes. So I'm a saint. Amen. Right? So so when you look at 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 those things and you see um the the what Jesus did for you and you receive it, mm. that's what saves you. Mm. That's that's what we call the sufficiency. Mm. Of the cross, the sufficiency yes. of of the sacrifice of Christ, it's sufficient. It's sufficient for you, and then and then He doesn't just leave you with just the atonement. You see, you see, many times we focus on just the atonement. We have to focus also on the life of Christ. The life of Christ was perfect. Amen. He lived a perfect life, mm. and he gives it to me mm. because my life is not perfect. Mm. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> my life is not perfect. So I accept the perfect life of Christ. All my righteousness is like filthy rags. rags yeah. I accept the perfect life of Christ. Amen. That, that's what I accept. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. And then I accept his atonement. He died on the cross for me. <laughs> he rose on the third day for me. Mm. Right? Mm. Hold on. But he lives again. Oh. <laughs> and because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Yeah. He lives again. Yes, yes, yes. So the sufficiency go all the way to now. He is my high priest. Mm. He's my advocate. Mm. He's my surety. He's my substitute. Amen. So so Christ. So so when the the person has to understand that. Right, the question you ask, the person has to understand that. To understand that, no, when it comes to saving you, Jesus is sufficient. Amen, amen. And and I hope and pray that uh, if anyone out there is listening and, and and hearing this, that that would answer uh, some of their, their their doubts, because Christ came to this world as mm -hmm. a prophet. He proclaimed God's message. Indeed. And then, as you said, he ever liveth, he's a priest, mm -hmm. and we expect him to return Amen. as a king, prophet, priest, priest, and king. And king. Amen. And so, Pastor, this, as we talk about the end of God's mm -hmm. mission, mm -hmm. this, this mission that God, first of all, sent, it, sent himself on mm -hmm. and now sends us, mm -hmm. how can you encourage uh, the saints to share the message, this everlasting mm -hmm. gospel? Mm -hmm that we read here in Revelation, and so that we are, are encouraged to prepare to go to the world and share this message. Uh, give, give us a word, Pastor, so that we yeah, can I, I, round I, this I, I really want to encourage the people uh, who are listening, right? Uh, because <laughs> this, as I said earlier, we could do all the community stuff. Mm. And, uh, and unless we do this one, hmm. right, like proclaiming, sharing the gospel, unless we do this, the coming is going to be delayed. And let me tell you, and, and I don't have time to go to Acts, you know, um, to bring that out. When Paul talk about it, Peter talk about the time of refreshing, mm -hmm. and he talking about repentance, mm -hmm. Right. Because, you see, <laughs> what we do when we proclaim the gospel, the Holy Spirit works in hearts, 
and change people because there are people that need to hear the gospel. So the, the, the repentance, right, the coming of Christ depends also on people repenting. Amen. The hastening, as, P, as, yes. as, 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 as Peter put Amen. hastening the yes. day. Yes, yes. It, it depends on this gospel going out to people groups. When, it say, when, 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 when we're talking about Jesus saying the gospel should be preached to all the world, it's talking about people groups. What are the people groups that need to hear the gospel mm. in this country? What are the people groups? We have to look at it. Yes. Right? So it, it's talking about people groups in the world. There are more people groups than nations. Yes. So when it says reaching out to all nations, making disciples, right? It's talking about people groups. And that is that is very important. There's something I'm, I'm trying to find here uh, that I, 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 I noted on the phone that I'm going to say here quickly. Watch this. Because I'm trying to encourage these people, in, in, uh, um, your audience here in another, in another couple of minutes. When Jesus said, Matthew 28, 19, <clears throat> go, right, make disciples of all men, teaching them, baptizing them, teaching them, right? Let me tell you this. When he said make disciples, mm -hmm. that's the goal of going. Make disciples is the imperative that he has here, right? Going, baptizing, and teaching are participles that surround the imperative, so, so, you, so our problem many times in going is that we stop at baptizing. Yes, yes. Once people yes. are baptized, that's it. Mercy. We don't keep mm. going like in Acts chapter, chapter, chapter two, right? Keep, keep, keep doing, keep teaching, keep caring, keep modeling, mm. keep mentoring. Mm -hmm. that, that's a part mm -hmm. of this whole thing about going, right? So I encourage people listening to me you want us to be out of this world of sin and chaos Ooh. please mm. please follow the command the command is there people need to repent because the coming of Christ is connected to repentance on the planet mm. it's connected I don't know the day or the hour but I am telling you you read the book of Acts and you, you, you look at the book of Revelation, clearly there is a gospel to be preached to hasten the coming, coming. Yes, sir. of Christ. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so, Pastor, mm. in, in, in the few short seconds that we have, um, we'd like for you to pray for our listening audience that now that they understand this everlasting gospel and the mission that God has entrusted us to be co-laborers with him. Pray that the Holy Spirit will empower us to do just that as we've talked about mission. Let's pray. Oh God and Father, thank you. Thank you, oh God, for letting us know clearly that the mission you began will one day come to an end. We thank you, O oh God, that when it comes to an end, 
opportunities would have already been given for people to be saved. So God, it's not yet ended because we need to be co-laborers together with you in these last days to see history finally wrapping up and the mission going forward buoyantly and strongly and then come to a glorious climax with no less power than the power at, that was given at Pentecost when the disciples went on mission. It will be no less power. So we pray for the latter rain proportion of the Holy Spirit to fall, O oh God, on your people, on the audience who listens so that the work will begin right where they are and then the influence will move out and people will be touched by the proclamation of the gospel as they share and as we share. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Joseph, for once again sharing uh, with us on such a powerful topic, the end of God's mission. Thank you to our listening audience who has continued to join us from week to week. And we encourage you to go on mission. Go with God on mission. It's his mission, and you have an opportunity to be with him. I'm your host, Elder Roger Roll, saying be blessed and have a wonderful time in the Lord.